0: So with no further ado, let us set sail on this new age of exploration. Grandmother Spider Steals the Sun In the beginning there was only darkness and nobody could see anything. People kept bumping into each other and groping blindly. They said, what this world needs? is light Fox said he knew some people on the other side of the world who had plenty of light but they were too greedy to share it with others Possum said he would be glad to steal a little of it I have a bushy tail he said I can hide the light inside all that fur then he set out for the other side of the world There he found the sun hanging in a tree and lighting everything up. He sneaked over to the sun, picked out a tiny piece of light, and stuffed it into his tail. But the light was hot and burned all of the fur off. The people discovered his theft and took back the light. And ever since, Possum's tail has been bald let me try said Buzzard. i know better than to hide a piece of stolen light in my tail i'll put it on my head he flew to the other side of the world and diving straight into the sun seized it with his claw and put it on his head but it burned his head feathers off the people grabbed the sun away from him and ever since that time Buzz's head has remained bald then grandmother spider said let me try first she made a thick wallet pot out of clay next she spun a web reaching all the way to the other side of the world she was so small that none of the people there noticed her coming quickly grandmother spider snatched up the sun put it in the bowl of clay and scrambled back home along one of the strands of her web now her side of the world had light and everyone rejoiced spider-woman Brought not only the sun to the Anayawiya, but fire with it. And besides that, she taught the Anayawiya the art of pottery making. The end. Daughter of the sun. The sun lived on the other side of the sky vault, but her daughter lived in the middle of the sky, directly above the earth. Every day as the sun was climbing along the sky arch to the west, she used to stop at her daughter's house for dinner. Now, the sun hated the people of this earth because they never looked straight at her without squinting. She said to her brother the moon My grandchildren are ugly They screw their faces up whenever they see me But the moon said I like my younger brothers I think they're handsome This was because they always smiled pleasantly At his mild glow in the sky The sun was jealous of the moon's popularity And decided to kill the people Every day when she got near her daughter's house, she sent down such sultry heat that fever broke out and people died by the hundreds. When everybody had lost some friends and it seemed as if no one would be spared, the humans went to the little men for help. These little men who were friendly spirits said that the only way that people could save themselves was to kill the sun. The little men made medicine to change two humans into snakes, the spreading adder and the copperhead, who could hide near the daughter's door and bite the old son. The snakes went up to the sky and lay in wait until the sun arrived for dinner. But when the spreading adder was about to spring, Her bright light blinded him, and he could only spit out yellow slime, as he does to this day when he tries to bite. The sun called him a nasty thing and went into the house, and the copperhead was so discouraged that he crawled off without trying to do anything. The people, still dying from the terrible heat, went a second time to the little men for help. Again, the little men made medicine and changed one man into the great Uktana, the water monster, and another into a rattlesnake. As before, the serpent had instructions to kill the old son when she stopped at her daughter's house. uktana was large and fierce, with horns on his head and everyone thought he would be sure to succeed. But the rattlesnake was so eager that he raced ahead and coiled up just outside of the house. When the son's daughter opened the door to look for her mother, he struck and she fell dead in the doorway. Forgetting to wait for the old son, he went back to the people and Yuktenoth was so angry at the rattlesnake's stupidity that he went back to. Since then, we pray to rattlesnake and don't kill him because he wishes people well and never tries to bite if we don't disturb him. But Yukana grew angrier and more dangerous all the time. He became so venomous that if he even looked at a man, the man's whole family would die. Eventually, people held a council and decided that he was just too dangerous. So they sent him to Galaladí, the end of the world, where he still is. When the son found her daughter dead, she shut herself in the house and grieved. Now, the people were no longer dying from the heat, but they lived in dark. Once more, they sought help from the little men, who said that in order to coax the sun out, they must bring her daughter back from Susaginae. This is the ghost country, which lies in the darkening land in the west. The people chose seven men to make the journey. The little men told the seven men to take a box and told each man to carry a sourwood rod. A handbreadth long. When they got to the ghost country, the little men explained that they would find all the ghosts at a dance. They would stand outside of the circle, and when the sun's daughter danced past them, they must strike her with a rod and she would fall to the ground. Then they could put her in the box and bring her back to her mother. But they must not open the box, even a crack, until they arrived home. The seven men took the rods and the box and traveled west for seven days until they came to the darkening land. There, they found a great crowd of ghosts having a dance, just as if they were alive. The son's daughter was in the outside circle. As she danced past them, one of the men struck her with his rod. As she swung around a second time, another struck her with his rod, and then another, and another, until at the seventh round, she fell out of the ring. The men put her into the box and closed the lid, and the other ghost never seemed to notice what had happened. The seven took the box and started toward the east in a party while the girl came to life again and begged to be let out but the party went on without answering soon she called again and said she was hungry but they did not reply when at last the group was very near home the daughter cried out that she was smothering and begged for them to raise the lid just a little now they were afraid that she was really dying so they barely cracked the lid to give her air there was a fluttering sound and something flew past them into the bush when they heard a red bird cry quish 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 shutting the lid they went on again but when they arrived at the settlements and opened the box it was empty so we know that the red bird is the daughter of the sun. And if the party had kept the box closed as the little men told them to, they could have brought her back home safely. And today we would be able to recover our friends from the ghost country. Because the seven men opened the box, however, we can never bring back people who die. The sun had been hopeful when the party had started off for the darkening land but when they came back without her daughter she wept until her tears caused a great flood fearing that the world would be drowned the people held another council and decided to send their handsomest young men and women to amuse the sun and stop her crying this group danced before her and sang their best songs. But for a long time, she kept her face bowed and paid no attention. At last, when the drummer suddenly changed the song, she looked up and was pleased at the sight of the beautiful young people and she forgot her grief and smiled. The end. Wow, these two stories from the Aniwaya, or who we know today as the Cherokee, are awesome stories. They come from the book um, American Indian Myths and Legends by Richard and Alfonso. Now, you're going to say the story is set in Alabama and you didn't use Alabama Creek. Or even the Choctaw. They will get their stories. At the time, my website that I used to find their stories is down. It's called firstpeoples.us. If you know somebody that's in charge of that website, please get in contact with them and they can bring it back up, hopefully. But it is completely gone, so those stories are completely gone for me right now. I will find them again though believe that and i will do a bonus episode for the choctaw and the creek unless i use creek for georgia because i think creek are in georgia also anyway we'll see this story the daughter of the son grandmother's son which is not normal for cultures to make the son the mother but they did most people make son a father Like Mother Earth and Father Sun, or Father Sky. And I love the fact that if you do something to her baby, which I know all parents feel this way, if you do something to my baby, I'm going to get you. And she did. She got humanity bad, you know, like. She went straight crazy on them for hurting her baby, right? And that's what you expect. Now, I can understand why the humans were mad at grandma because she hurts them. She blinds them in the way she feels like, oh, y'all don't look at me. So I don't really like you guys is quite crazy. Like, grandma, you're bright. You are the shining star. Why are you tripping? I can't look at you directly. You your light is so bright that it burns my eyes. It's not that we don't love you. It's just that you are just too much for us to look upon for any length of time. But we do love you. And if. She could have known that maybe this whole story doesn't happen, right? Moon over there like, nah, I like them. They're good. They look at me all the time. <laughs> I'm like, bro, yeah, because you shining off of my light, homie. <laughs> like, Grandma should have said that, like, yeah, because you shining off of my light. So, of course, they love you. But anyway, I feel bad for the daughter, the fact that she was killed. But the fact that she came back as a bird and as a red bird, it doesn't say which red bird. It says red bird. So any red bird you see out there, that's the daughter of the sun. Just know that. In respect. She is the daughter of the sun. That's awesome. At least according to the Aniwaya. And in the second story, I love Grandma Spider. Figuring out a way when everybody else couldn't do it. We also got two more origin stories on why buzzard is bald and possum doesn't have a, uh, any fur on his tail. I think I have other stories where that's explained, but there's another version, right? But Grandma Spider, she's awesome. She is the Anansi of the Aniyaya in the fact that she is more intelligent than everybody else. She is able to do things that nobody else can do and she uses her wits and her cunning to do it that's how she's like a nazi okay so anyway i love these stories creek choctaw your stories will be coming believe me everybody else or everybody i should say go see chef he has a wonderful recipe a wonderful cherokee recipe or Aniyawaya recipe. Okay. And if I'm saying this wrong, because I definitely went and looked and practiced how to say the name correctly, if I'm saying it wrong, please email me or contact me. Send me a voicemail, a voice message, letting me know how to say it properly. Please. But anyway, go see Chef, get the recipe. And until I see you guys again, or until our next voyage, as always, Have a blessed day. Welcome, my friends, to the gallery. I am your chef, Chef, and today we have a wonderful recipe inspired by the story you have heard. Today, we will be creating... Aniyawiya stuffed squash. Now, what will you need for this recipe? One medium sized uncooked acorn squash. Two cloves garlic roasted. Two tablespoons extra version out of oil. Half a cup of cooked pinto or black beans, or mixed if you prefer half a cup of cooked wild rice, half a cup cooked hominy. one rib celery diced, half a cup of wild onions finely chopped. You can substitute scallions for these. Two teaspoons of sumac, salt and pepper, dandelion petals or other edible flowers also. Awesome. Now how do we put this together? Easy. First dig a hole in the ground roughly a foot wide and 8 inches deep. Build a fire with hard wood logs and let the wood burn into coals while the rest of the dish is prepared. Alternately Light a chimney of charcoal and let it ash over. The dish could also be prepared over coals in a can. Now, cut the squash in half lengthwise. Scoop out the seeds from the middle of the squash. Season the inside of the squash with salt and pepper to taste. For the stuffing. In a large bowl, mash the roasted garlic with the olive oil into a paste. Now add the beans, wild rice, hominy, celery, wild onions and sumac. Season this again with salt and pepper to taste. Mix the stuffing together. Now you can pack stuffing into one half of the squash, rounding it so the top will fill with the other half. Put the other half of the squash on top of the first. And wrap both in heavy-duty aluminum foil. Use two layers of foil if it is not heavy-duty. Now you can place the foil wrapped squash directly into the coals and pile coals on top to bury the squash. If the squash cannot be buried and must rest on top of the coals, turn it once, just once during cooking. Let the squash cook for 40 minutes. Then gently squeeze the squash with tongs, if it gives, then the squash is ready. Remove the squash from the foil and garnish with dandelion petals. Note this, if the dandelion petals are foiled, make sure they are from an area that is not treated with chemicals or peed on by dogs. Now that is it my friends go do what you do make this recipe yours and until I have another wonderful recipe for you remember this song and her daughter oh until next time my friends as always enjoy Thank you, my friends, for coming on this voyage. Thanks to Art by Chalet for the logo episode and shirt designs. You can get t-shirts and other items on tpublic.com. You can contact me on all socials at Afro Tales Cast. That's Afro T-A-L-E-S Cast. And email me at afrotalescast at gmail.com. You may also become a benefactor by simply sharing with any and everyone giving a thumbs up, a five-star rating and review in your podcast app of choice, or simply donating on Patreon or Ko-fi.com. That's K-O-F-I.com. So until we meet again, may your wins be fair and your seas follow.